Hey, it's Jess Harnell, Wacko from Animaniacs. This is Richard Horvitz. You may know me as Alpha Five from Power Rangers. This is Vanessa Marshall. I play Hera on Star Wars Rebels. This is Mark Wolfman, creator of Deathstroke and Bullseye and Teen Titans and on many and others. And you're listening to the Fandom Podcast. And you are listening podcast. to the Fandom Podcast. And you're listening to the Fandom Podcast. Because you know what's good. Ay, 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 Zordon, the Power Rangers are in trouble. You're listening to the Fandom Podcast. Welcome to the Fandom Podcast, episode 162. This is the show that brings together geeks and nerds from across the fandomverse to analyze the news and discuss your favorite TV, movies, comics, and books. This is the news roundup for the second week of April 2018. But first, joining us this week, we have legendary anchorman Nick English. You stay classy, friends. (laughs) I'll be there for you when the rain (laughs) something or other. Um, And then... Providing our FML update, we've got Jeff Dumas. I'm still winning for like two more weeks. Brandon's only in third place by about $10 million. More on that later. Yeah, because yeah, not being ranked is $10 million behind me. Is that what how that works? What? Yeah, yeah <laughs> bad joke. Never mind. So at Live from the Fandiverse, I am Brandon Uscio. Okay, so we have a fandom movie league update after the show so be sure to stay tuned for that jeff's been doing a good job keeping us updated date on that and yeah it also it's a good job at reminding me how terrible i am at picking stuff like this which makes me glad that i don't don't live in las vegas because i'm sure i would lose a lot of money there well, come on you only spent 75 dollars on a movie that's not doing great <sighs> oh i wanted it to be so good i wanted it to be so good ready player one technically I, Technically, Ready Player One is the second highest grossing film of our game. And True. Number three is Peter Rabbit. So you've got two and three Good for you, buddy. <laughs> I've got two and three. You know, number one is like five times greater than both of those no, combined. Don't, don't worry but... about number one. Shoot for the <laughs> shoot for second, you know. All True. right. I'll, I'll settle for mediocrity. It's like that last <laughs> scene in... It's like the last scene in Incredibles where Mr. Incredibles, faster, faster. No, don't lose. No, 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 no. Don't go too far ahead. Slow down. Second, second, second. second. You are the dash of our group. All right. Look at me. I'm no dash dash. had a chance of winning. (laughs) Oh, oh, man. There's a lot of smack talk going on here, and I love it. I'm sure Rampage will do great for you, Brandon. You know what? It's got the rock in it. So let's jump Mm. into... The news, sponsored by Nick. No, not that Nick. That joke never gets old. No, to find out more, head over to patreon.com slash fandom podcast. No, it never gets old. Never. I'm sure it will get old in a couple weeks. Well, then I just will have to say it again, and then it will be new again. Is that how that works? Nope. Oh, all right. All right, well, so our news stories, our very first news story is that Marvel, they have a, they have a position that I didn't know that they had. Maybe it's a new position because he was interviewed recently. Uh, it is the Marvel New Media Executive, Vice President, Chair, something like that. And it is a guy named Dan Silver. He's a Bond villain. Kind of sounds like it. So it says that uh, Marvel is no longer a geek-based company. It is a lifestyle brand. And should make real stories that appeal to everyone. Okay, I'm glad that that's not just my first reaction, is that lifestyle brand. Marvel is a lifestyle. It is. No, I, 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 I'm okay with that, but the real stories is kind of what I take, yeah, it's take like offense to. He's going he's gonna to make the next uh, Pollyanna with, you know. Well, so, I mean, it is Disney, so Disney's owned by Marvel, and that's what Disney is. So Disney is just trying to 
take its influence and take over the world, which, you know, we all know is slowly happening. But, you know, it's okay to have sub companies that specialize in different things, Disney. Right? But okay, so here here's something that I've re- that I've come to realize is that Marvel is no longer just a geek thing. Like when we were kids and we liked comic books, we got made fun of for it. Now everyone's like, I'm such a geek. I went and saw all the Captain America movies. It's all like no, like look at the box office scores. Lots of people went and saw all of those movies. It's yeah, not a geek statistically thing speaking, you saw Black Panther, listener. Yeah, I, mean, I don't yeah. care if you didn't. Multiple you times, probably maybe. did. I did. I'm aware. <laughs> so i was there <laughs> no we, we haven't seen that together no, oh you're right oh i saw yeah, that you, alone that's right that was yeah, weird yep you sat that saw that alone so okay so i mean here's the thing that bugs me about real stories now i, I think i know what he wants but uh you know you you do you deal with demon in a bottle with iron man that's a very much real story you deal with drug abuse with in spider-man granted it was a cheesy 70s comic but it was still drug abuse um the miss marvel comics they deal with what children of young immigrants particularly young muslim girls can face here in america those are very much real issues now i get how a comic geek actually is like well they've got superpowers in them so how real are they well when you read the actual core of the story it's pretty real yeah go read vision and don't tell me that that's not real yeah i I, I, it, I mean, it's all about him being a, being a family man, right? Yeah, it's an so. awesome book. That's a great book. Anyway, continue on. Sorry. Um, the reason why I, the only reason why I'm going to give a little bit to Dan Silver on like leeway on this is because he does have some bona fides. Uh, he before working on, before working on Marvel's staff, he worked for Disney still, but for ESPN, and he's one of the guys who got the thirty for thirties going and and it's funny because uh, i mean those are awesome they really are and originally they were only going to have 30 of them but they were so successful that they're like we'll just call them that yeah it's like (laughs) oh well it's it's just working um yeah i've been and he did the he did the marvel crossover that was kind of his first foray into things was that marvel crossover with the espn marvel crossover i didn't see that the world's greatest athletes and world's greatest superheroes um so, yeah, I mean, he's. Are you being so serious, or is that really no, a thing? Th- that's really a thing. That's really Uh-oh. a thing that they did. I didn't um, know that. <laughs> so I'm I'm completely okay with him, with waiting to see what he does before I like burn him at the stake. But that's... I think he's just using like token words that are like good that'll give him headlines. Like he's just being a good PR person. I don't know. He I think, I think, well he's, just a, I think like, he's just a jock. I think he's just a jock who worked for ESPN. Oh, who, hmm. who, who doesn't get the Marvel thing. Yeah, maybe. So. The funny thing is, is like fans that are sports fans are every bit as ridiculous as people who are like comic book geek fans. Like people who make fun of cosplay and then go to a football game dressed up as a football like isn't that kind of the same thing <laughs> kind of like know. cosplayed as my as my favorite team for the super bowl yeah i don't so. know it's just kind of funny to me like and i think that stigma is slowly going away like people are starting to realize oh yeah but yeah, it's just kind of interesting to me <laughs> so i mean so he he can tie it together i'm sure he's put a lot of thought into this uh, one of the things he said was we interviewed athletes about their own origin stories and created video comics for it. This is that one for one origins. 
Uh, he says it's these kinds of stories that represent Marvel in the real world. Uh, and so, hmm, yeah. They already tried that. They did uh, Stan Lee's Real Life Superheroes. It was a cool show. Didn't last very long, but it was cool. They, uh, he's all, not, he also, they weren't athletes. <laughs> Most he also brought aren't. up the Black Panther, the people buying out theaters of Black Panther so that people could participate in that. And he said we should be participants in telling stories like that. So I don't know. Huh. I don't know. It'll be interesting. I mean, sounds it sounds like he's just, like I said, he's just saying all the right words to try to bring more people in from the world that he knows so that he can make more money for his company. We'll see if he's successful. If he can get you know a bunch what? of, you know, football nerds to come over and be comic book nerds too, man, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. I like, I like the, I like having the concept of a football nerd. I know they exist, but I just, I, that's just a concept that. I mean, how is it any different that I buy a shirt that I love of Batman and I wear it and you are decked out head to toe in Denver Broncos gear and you have like a thousand stickers on your car? I don't see the difference. We're just fans. We're all fans of something. I think it's fun. Possibly even fandom maniacs. Yes. All right, let's move away from the sports ball. Let's talk about some like real comic book stuff okay maybe not real comic book stuff because because <laughs> it's turning in it's turning a comic book into a movie which is like what everyone does uh batgirl the batgirl movie which joss whedon exited from because he was like the studios have no story to work with so i'm not going to direct this and apparently they're like nerds hate me for some reason yeah yeah uh, nerds hate, yeah yeah um <laughs> i was gonna go hey, somewhere else with that we're not we're not, not gonna talk bad about joss whedon right now we just did a buffy episode so now we can calm down for a moment. Oh, okay. Well. So either he needs to start sponsoring us or I'm going to talk bad about him. No, I'm just kidding. I would, I, I would not solely my journalistic integrity. Is that what it's called? Sure. Okay. But again, we're for sale. No, no <laughs> offer declined. Well, no reasonable offer. Reasonable. There, there are plenty of offers that I will decline, but they mostly uh, end up with me meaning Nick in a dark alley. So True. Uh, Which is weird. Beat me up. You guys know where each other live. No, but the thing is, is like, I always lure him there without him knowing that it's me. But he still falls for it like every time. So Batgirl. It's like like seven or eight times. This so this Batgirl movie. I'm not movie, even counting anymore. I'm, we're just going to move on right past that. Uh, this Batgirl movie that apparently had no story now has somebody who's writing, who's uh, going to be the screenwriter for it. Uh, Christina Hodson. Is going oh. is currently working on the film right, play good for them. or on the screenplay for the film. Um, she doesn't have she a done? whole lot under her belt. She's got the Bumblebee screenplay, which is now in post production, so we don't know. Oh, uh, she's got Unforgettable, and she's got the Shut In. Nat King Cole song. She wrote yes. that. Unforgettable in every way. No, um, this is this is the one with Rosario Dawson that uh, oh, the play was very forgettable. Yes, the, I'm like I don't remember this movie at all. Hmm. Well, um, all right, we'll see. So I was trying to teach uh, Brandon not to trust people that he meets on the internet, but he didn't. <laughs> you're, you're going back to this, huh? <laughs> I'm just kidding. All right, we'll keep going. <laughs> so uh, great. I like that it's a woman. I think that's a good choice on their part. Good PR move. We're talking a lot about PR today uh, and marketing, so. I think we should move on because that's work for me. I don't want to talk about work anymore. <laughs> that just reminded me of all sorts of how I met your mother. 
uh, treason and all that, but I don't want to talk about work. (laughs) (laughs) So it looks like, from what some studio executives have also been saying, it looks like now that they've got a female writer, when they end up with a, uh, when they actually end up with a director because Joss Whedon left, after all the fan backlash, they will be having a female director as well. Uh, maybe they're going to try to replicate the the hit that was Wonder Woman. Well, and okay, so what I so I heard something I can't remember if it was I think it was Marvel. Okay, so the director of Marvel came out and said, "We want to have a fifty fifty split on female and male directors," mm-hmm. and they were like okay, that's a great idea. But then they backtracked and they were like, whoa, 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 whoa. But what we're going to do is instead of like hiring them only based on the fact that they are male or female, we're going to do the best person possible. So we're going to hire people, not gender. Yeah, that was Victoria Alonso, who was Marvel's executive VP of production, physical production. And then then she's like, and hopefully it'll come out to 50-50 because there's equal number of men and women in the world. And I was like, okay. Yeah, he or she I said thought that was that, interesting. So, you know, like I, I think it's cool. I mean, another PR move. Good job, Marvel. Yeah, she said that yeah, she didn't well, want, the, want it to be this has to be directed by a man or that has to be directed by a woman. And I think the conscious search for the best human and hopefully the best human uh, as we continue to fill our slate is half and half. So, yeah, it was very much a non-committal committal. She probably said something and was like, ooh, I'm not authorized to say that. So I'm going to walk this back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's cool. I think I think it's better that the world is aware of this and that Hollywood is aware of this. I mean, with everything that's going on. So good job. Yeah, so the, and so the studio may awesome. not have made an announcement, but some but, but the people inside the studio feel that way. So that's cool. Jeff, are you going to rent out a theater for a Batgirl film? No. Sorry, no witty comeback. Just there, yeah, there's no reason. First off, this movie doesn't even have a release date that I'm willing to look for. Uh, but I don't know. This a movie. It's too far in advance to know. I mean, we decided Infinity War at Star Wars, so that was easy. But you don't run out of movie this early. I mean, Jeez. they could easily cast somebody terrible for this movie, or, or do something they'll stupid. Cast somebody who no one thinks will be able to do it and then it'll be shocking either way you'll never believe what celebrity cast to be babs gordon played by Jeannie garofalo played by meryl streep played by the transgender woman in orange is the new black oh oh she also did frank burter in the yeah she was frank burter i don't remember her name it's, I, I knew it's a it. fun name to say. I know. Laverne Cox. That's right. Laverne Cox. Oh. Um, then who am I thinking of? I don't know. Laverne is a fun name to say. You no, don't I'm say that name very often. There's there's a name much more fun that I thought RuPaul. I RuPaul. That's who should play Batgirl. <laughs> RuPaul. Do RuPaul's entire, drag race. Drag bat. Do an entire uh, movie reversing the gender like of every character of every character but that person is still playing the opposite gender so you have a whole bunch of drags playing men no wait no no other way around even for us because as soon as i said that like that doesn't sound right although yeah. they do want to self-identify that way i guess i mean some yeah, of cause, them because the drag queens usually 
are not not men. always though. Yeah, they're men like that usually. like to dress up like women. And we, wow, we, how do we get on this topic? <laughs> but that would be awesome, out. and it would remind yeah. me of a Shakespearean play. But instead of just having all male actors, it would be cool. That would be cool. And if we did it in like the the like Asian way, where they like they have the like masks on, so you don't like know the if they're male. Yeah, the, yeah, that'd be cool too. Then you don't know if they're male or female. Be way like that would be something that probably Joss Whedon would try to do and ever and would fail. Anyway, we have great ideas on this podcast. The solo movie had its second trailer drop, and holy cow, this second trailer is so much better and has me so much more excited than the first trailer. You get a I lot mean, more. I can't believe they're going to kill off Chewie like that. That's that's a bold move. He's 190 years old. That was awesome. <laughs> it was like 190. Like I was like, wait, great. I didn't know that. Like, so I, mean, I probably could have known that if I had paid attention to the thousands and thousands of books that I've read, but I'm sure somewhere in there it said he was old. So I, I'm looking at that. I'm, I'm, I watched that and I, I watched it with an eye for spoilers and under the loosest definition of spoilers, you might be like, well, I kind of know what he's trying to do now, but I don't really think you do. Uh, yeah. I think they're kind of th- throwing shade and yes, I did watch this trailer. I know I, I do it for the Fandomaniacs, whom I love. And uh, I think my favorite part was just Lando, just hands down. And that Chewie looked young. Like, Chewie looks little. And I was like, whoa, wait. He's looked, like, exactly the same, except for maybe a little bit more gray hair in, like, every show up until this point. But, like, he has less of a fro. At least I noticed that he had less hair. Like a froey hair, and I was like, "I'm okay with this. I like that Chewie looks younger." I didn't notice that. I did notice that he gave a hug to another uh, Wookie. No, mm-hmm. so it was um, his son. What? And uh, insert reference to Christmas special here. Oh, no, was that his? was something that never <laughs> existed. Never existed. <laughs> We're going to Life Day. Let's go together. Uh, my favorite thing to come from the solo trailer was Dorkly on Facebook po- did a post of, is Solo really going to kill off Hachui? And they went into this, like, they took it completely oh, legitimate. Geez. They took a completely serious look at it saying, if you notice here, Chewie is hanging off the thing and a rock is coming and is it going to hit him and then they go through breakdown evidence of look he's not that far out the train and look if you pay attention in episode four there he is alive and well and so (laughs) you know I think I think legitimately like that part is going to be when Han saves his life and then that that's when the life debt is going to happen oh well now there's a spoiler hang on Sorry. Well, now no, uh, no, <laughs> no. I did because I, I hope that it's not a spoiler that there's a life debt. What? That there's one. a life debt? <laughs> Is there still a life debt? Is that still canon? not anymore? Well, okay. I don't know. Does it transfer to? You know, I don't no, know. I, mean, I guess he's just hanging out with Ray. No, 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 no. Was that part of the official canon, or was that yeah, an that's extended what I'm universe thing? No, he said he said he has a life debt in the fourth movie, I believe. Does he? Okay. Like in the original trilogy, that's when it comes up that he's like, yeah, a life dead or blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Remember. I can't believe I can't I remember. remember. I need to watch these shows again. I'm excited Lena, to see Paul Bettany play the bad guy. What? I'm excited to see Paul oh, Bettany play the bad see, guy. Dryden I didn't even Wolf. notice he was in it. 
He's the main He's bad the guy. guy. I didn't see it. He's the one with all the scars been. all over his face. Oh, so. see, and I was like confused because like Woody Harrelson, I was like, why is Hamage Habernathy in this movie? He's got to teach him how to survive the <laughs> Hunger Games. I guess. Because this is like the Hunger Solos. I don't know. <laughs> the Hunger Pod Races. Hey, that's pod racing. You know what? If they have pod racing, that was the best part of episode. No, the st- the lightsaber fight was the best part no, of episode Darth one. Darth Maul is the best part of episode Dude. one. And so then the only the thing good in part. episode two. Well, I guess there was a few things. But yes, the lightsaber fight in episode two. Same thing. Episode three. Lava. I have the high ground out again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I everyone think there's listening, a, I, think there's pretty much I suggest a you go follow Luke Huntsaker on Instagram. Because he posts a lot of Star Wars memes, and the one he posted today, I was laughing in my car in the drive-thru today. I would say it's almost exclusively Star Wars memes. Yeah. Was that the... the, With uh, maybe one or two Genderless macaroni. Genderless macaroni. (laughs) Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. That one got me more than it should have. Really? I saw that just I was because like, of the okay. absurdity of it, or just I don't well because he's you been were in the right place at the right time. He's okay, been okay. So much so about here's the thing, Jeff. We need you to explain that meme for us because this is an audio podcast. Uh, and, I don't want to. And you, you to also like it. to explain jokes. Well, if you're just going to point out that it's explaining a joke, it's not fun. But I get the idea of explaining the. I meme, was trying I'm not to. Going to. I was trying gonna, to trick him, Nick. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Lukeman eighty six ten. Go follow him and to see what we're talking about. Also, you're welcome, Luke. <laughs> you right. to have maybe one more follower. So this, so this trailer feels more Star Wars to me than the last one did. Do you guys concur? I, I oh, didn't. Right, so I don't remember seeing the first trailer. I don't think I watched it. Did I? I don't remember. Super it Bowl? didn't have a very profound. Oh, I. Uh, there was one before Black Panther. It did I not have it. a profound effect on me. So Would I you guess. say this one had a profound effect? Well, see, here's the thing. When I watch these, I like concentrate more on how I feel about it than what I'm seeing because then like if I have a feeling that's like, oh yeah, this looks good, then I kind of try to like say, nope, I don't want to remember all the details and stuff and then go into the movie and be pleasantly surprised when I remember that Chewie looks young or whatever, you know? And so, yeah, sorry. I'm, I'm getting better at trying to remember stuff that's going on, but this is kind of how I go into it. I, I feel like I'm making that. a compromise, right? Like no trailers, maybe going into the trailer feeling a little bit more about like, hey, you know what? I felt good about this. I'm going to go see the movie. I feel better about the movie now. I'm going to go see it. It's cool. The stuff I saw was nice. We'll see. You get what I'm saying? I do, I do, nope. and, and that makes perfect sense. That's a that's a completely legitimate reason and way to watch trailers, um, looking for the emotion because that's what trailers are supposed to do. They're supposed to convey the emotion of the film, not necessarily give you the story of it. So I feel like this is more Star Wars than the first trailer. I liked the, although I did kind of get a Firefly vibe from the music. It was kind of a funky Western music. Uh, and so I, I thought that was cool. And then I thought about how it was funky music and I'm like, those posters were f- stolen from funk albums. Did they just steal everything from that funk album? And yeah, probably not, but you know. All right. I do remember one other thing. Um, do we always have to have a robot? Yes. Okay. You know what? I feel this robot is going to be the new 
Star Tours robot at Disneyland because there was way too much personality and and like human attitude yeah. on that. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I like having a robot in every movie. Like, I, I, I well, we'll I never know. see K2 again. Well, I know. And R2 is getting old. You know, we got BB-8 and you know, blah blah blah. But they sell and, I toys. Mean, I get it. They yeah. sell toys. Yeah, but this is not a like BB-8. I get it. Like he is a marketing like gold. Who mine. plays the robot? Who plays the robot? But like this one, it looks weird. Like it looks like one of the like it's like a saucer head. Kind of looks like Alpha Five, but without I'm... like any protection armor on. So the robot is, I trying to find Penelope Walter Bridge. Is it L three? Yes. L three three L three three seven. Played by Phoebe. Are you Walter serious? Bridge. The robot's name is Leet. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to make some some hacksaw slicing it's reference? It's Lando's. It's Lando's partner, right? Like that's mm. Lando. So why don't they just have? Well, okay, I guess they could have had Lobot, but... So is there a rule in the Star Wars universe that yes. says that you can't have a uh, partner in crime that's your same species? Race or species, yeah. Or I mean, human. Yeah, I, I mean, you or, got... Well, I mean, or look at, sentient. Um, I don't know. Um, like, you're right, there isn't one a single example. Look at the Empire. They're all a bunch of white British guys. It's working out for them. <laughs> Star Wars was the first ahead of order. Star Wars was woke before ahead of it, before its time. So, is that what that means? Oh. It, it, really? it was telling it was telling the reference that all white people are bad. I'm pretty sure that's oh, the message of Star like. Wars. In this scenario, Nick, you are part part of the y'all. No, no, I was talking about stormtroopers. They all wear the same armor. All right, well, let's uh, move on from Star Wars before we start a fight here. Um, that our last start a fight. Well, Nick, my statement was completely true. See yeah. now, Nick's starting a fight. Jeez, no, I'm not starting not a fight. Fighting. I'm just stating. You're the... You're the one that's starting this fight. Now we're fighting with you. <laughs> no one's fighting. My plan is coming together. <laughs> For us to fight you. Well, this, or I don't us know. To get mad at you specifically? Well, dra- drama, Do you think drama this is creates good audio? drama creates tension, and tension creates. I don't know where I'm going with this. Um, so our next news story: uh, Isao Takahata, who is the co-founder of Studio Ghibli, uh, passed away on April 5th. It's a sadder story, but you know we usually hear about Miyazaki when it comes to Studio Ghibli. Um, yeah, but Isao Takahata. Takahata was a was one of the co-founders, was the co-founders. So him and Miyazaki, they they co-found Studio Ghibli together. Um, Takahata's biggest notable works was probably Heidi, Girl of the Alps in 74, Grave of the Fireflies in 88, Pompoko in 1994, and Tale of Princess Kaguya in 2013, which actually got nominated for an Academy Award for Best Animated Feature Film in 2015 so i, uh, I think i remember movie. seeing that one that was a yeah. it was actually a really cool really cool art style i mean it's studio ghibli but um right, hold on is it ghibli or ghibli i've heard it you're the first person i've heard it say ghibli i don't know um i would trust you more than those white guys i wouldn't in the first order i wouldn't um 
because I just I, I learned it from reading, and I assumed that because it was GH, uh, it was Ghibli. But yeah, Chameleons are awesome too. Yes, they are. The Ghibli is actually an Italian word, and it's the name ah, of a the wind. Ah, the apple. <laughs> as long it's as a Nick's me. insulting it's everybody. It's a Mario the Ghibli. Um, so uh, it's the name of the wind that blows in the Mediterranean Sea. Uh, and so it should be pronounced with a hard G, but in Japan, they pronounce it with the J sound. Uh, so in Japan, uh, they, it, it sounds like they're saying Jiburi, but I like it. Yeah. Um, and how would you say it in Italian? Ghibli. Grape, gribbly. Ghibli. Ghibli. I think that's what it is. Yep. So I think we just found out Nick races to Italians. It's a Ghibli. <laughs> so oh oh okay so Ghibli is actually an Italian word pronounced Ghibli. So it's ah Ghibli. So so it's not Ghibli like they say in Japan or Ghibli like I've been saying. It's Ghibli. We're all wrong, is what I've just learned here. <laughs> Everybody is. I kind of feel like this is a Gal Gadot thing too Godot? no except yeah, Gal Gadot exactly. has been confirmed you know she and can say Godot. hey my name's that's not how my name is pronounced I know I'm sure that the studio could say this is how we say it you know it's like my last name is pronounced Hanglich but everyone just says English all the time and I don't know why <laughs> or when you tell them your last name they start speaking more clearly and slowly Yes. Because they yes. don't understand you're telling them your last name. <laughs> My name is great. Nick. English? Well, no. when we picked up our Star Wars tickets, the guy said, what's your last name? And they said, English. And the guy leaned in, what's your last <laughs> It was so funny. <laughs> English, please. <laughs> I should start doing that Spoken more often. Deutsch. <laughs> I'll be like, in English, please. In the English, please. So I I was I was challenged one time and I've never had the opportunity to do it nor do I think I have the cojones to do it. That one time oh. get it, as I'm getting pulled over if I've got somebody in my car with me I just need to start to, <laughs> tr- I turn to them and start talking in gibberish and have them be my translator. I'd totally I, do it. I, I would I, totally I, do it with you. <laughs> but you would you would get me thrown in jail I'm pretty sure. So I don't know. I'd be like, "No, that man does not never mind." <laughs> <laughs> you can't say that to a police officer. <laughs> he yeah. said you're a very nice man and you have a beautiful mustache because he's a cop he's gonna have a mustache he thinks donuts are delicious as well mm. and we actually have some bamberry cross here in the back would you like some we bought them at the weed store <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i said you would get me arrested <laughs> All right, guys, that is our news. Those are our top four news stories from this week. If you want more fandom news, head over to anchor.fm slash fandom five and subscribe to fandom five. That's a podcast that I do every day where I take five fandom news stories and talk about them in five minutes or less. So it's Monday through Fridays, five days a week, five, 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 fandom five. If you only remember one thing, it's fandom five. Um, and you do a great job on that. I have to I, give you props. I try. I go it's out awesome. to my car during really, lunch so I don't have to deal with people. I really enjoy it. Oh, thank you. Just throwing that out there. The car. That's a great place to eat lunch. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> I found that if I don't leave my office, I actually have to do more work because people come and find me and ask me questions. And it's like, I'm just going to go hide in my car, eat a sandwich, and record a podcast. 
at my last job wait you should probably stop eating while you record by the way uh my last job there was a a guy who if he was interrupted during his lunch he interpreted that as that as his lunch got to start over that's a genius idea he already took like a half an hour longer than he was supposed to and then it was like in his mind when he sat down for lunch he got to watch this movie he got to watch a movie and if he had to pause, he was not standing up from his desk until he watched that movie. And everyone was just like, we kind of need you to get back to work anytime now. There was a guy at my last job who would sit at his desk and get really mad when people would come and visit him or in, or interrupt him or talk to him. He's like, I'm on my lunch. And so he literally built like a cardboard cutout thing. And it had a big sign on the front that says, you cannot bother me right now. I'm at lunch. That is a genius and he like, idea. He like changed his, he like put it up around his desk so that he could like watch a movie or eat his lunch at his desk or whatever, not get interrupted. <laughs> There's somebody that I work with who has a stopwatch on their watch. And if you go and ask them a question during lunch, they stop the timer on their watch and they will answer your question. And then when, when they're done and like, if you, when you go to interrupt them at That's first, funny. you get the, the single finger, like here, just one finger. And, yeah, and then he pauses it. That's yeah, funny. pauses it, and then he's like, "Okay, what do you need?" And then after you're done, he presses it again and starts his lunch back up. <laughs> That's awesome! Wow, there's some pretty funny people in the world. That's the least obnoxious thing, I think. Like, hold on, I'm only allowed this much time, and I'm not working during it. Yeah, yeah. So I usually work through my lunch, so I can go early home early on Friday. I wish my boss let me do that. You mean your boss? But they is don't. Like, once you reach your forty hours. GTFO. No, my boss is like you work more than forty hours, you lose your job because that's kind of a district policy. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Unless you, uh, <laughs> unless it's approved, unless it's yeah. approved by like the superintendent, and you never want to ask the superintendent for more hours. So, anyway, okay. welcome to the work podcast. That might be so our how to take your lunch breaks. Here. So. I'm, I'm assuming you take studio... your lunch break. <laughs> Let know. us know. Feedback at fandompodcast.com. <laughs> All right, fandom maniacs, how do you spend lunch? <laughs> I, I fully expect somebody to post this in the fandom maniacs group uh, as soon as they listen to this. Uh, I, if not, so I it's would a race. Who can do it first? Yeah, who, who can do it first and then who can comment on it first? And be like, first, last comment wins. Ooh, whoever is the last comment on that post will be mentioned on next week's news episode. If we remember. Probably the first person to post too. So we'll mention you who posted it first and then who the last comment is. (laughs) All right. So speaking of feedback, let's jump into our feedback. William the second, he, he retweeted a meme to us on Twitter because that's how, because you can't retweet on Facebook. I'm pretty sure. Uh, (laughs) Anyway, in those Facebook groups on Twitter, you can repost. Anyway, anyway, I was just share. showing no, how in, share on Facebook inept share I am at social media, but he uh, he he tweeted to us a meme that Disney retweeted from a site called Oh My Disney. It's a Pokio where the Pokio Pokio <laughs> Pokio <laughs> gotta catch them all. Oh, Pokio, Pokio. I was thinking of the children's show. Pokio. I got Pokio. a puppet man. Pokio gotta catch them all when you're dead Are inside. You, you writing a Pokemon? parody to the poke to pokoyo yeah that one too pokoyo <laughs> is awesome too i watched that a few times 
Anyway, back to this meme. Um, so, so the yeah. meme is Pinocchio sitting there when the fairy godmother... What the blue fairy? The blue fairy. That's the word. It's not the fairy godmother. That's, it's that's not Cinderella. My bad. And my you bad. call yourself a fan? I haven't Jeez. watched Pinocchio in forever. Okay, hold on. You know, I don't it's think been a long wants, time. I don't think he ever once called himself a fan. Maybe a fandomaniac, but not a fan. Nice. Are you totally insane? Fandomaniac. Those are the facts. Okay. Anyway, oh, back oh, to this meme because this, we were spending yes. way more time on this than I thought we were going to. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's right. You want to spend less time on stuff. That's right. Yeah. So, so the blue fairy touches Pinocchio, and the caption on it is, "When somebody calls you a real boy, but you're really dead inside." And there were so many like fan theories that were going across the internet, like, "Oh, maybe this has to do with the next princess, or not princess, Kingdom Hearts. Maybe this has to do with something or other." And then, really, they thought, "Well, maybe Disney's social media intern just didn't get the joke." And decided to mm. share that because it's not really Disney's family-friendly exterior that they like yeah. to put on. And when I went to go look at this tweet just a few minutes ago, just a few minutes before we started this show, gone. it's gone. It's Disney took it down. Made me laugh even harder. They were like, oh, nope. There was not some secret coded message in that. Like, they sh- If it were me, I would have been like, let's play this up like we meant to do this and figure out let's some announcement that out. can yeah. work with this. But they were just like, we'll just quietly take this down. But the internet was blowing up with that. It's not so, quiet. Not at all. Not at all. And William, thank you for sending that to us. It. We appreciate that. It, may, it gave me. And inspiring lot. my new Poco Yo. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll have, have that for you after the, after the credits. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? No. Isn't that Don't how this works? After the credits? You can't reference that it's going to be after the credits. Jeez. My bad. My bad. I have already have another song that's probably going to be after the credits. <laughs> It's going to be like four songs after the credits. Let's cut them all out. Hey, wait, we're not supposed to do a musical episode yet. The patron's not big enough. (laughs) Well, it's just a solo. All right. Uh, Joe, he wrote in and he asked Nick specifically if the Daredevil movie that you were talking about from the Daredevil TV movie was called The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Now, to me, that sounds like a Hulk movie and not a Daredevil movie. The funny thing is, is it's literally like the Hulk is in it for like 30 seconds. But is that the one? I, I I am 99% sure that it is because I went up and looked. I tried to find it, but my, you know, 30 seconds of trying did warrant or I didn't find it really quickly. And then I had to go and help my child. But then, because um, I, want, I wanted to watch it again. I was like, I need to watch this again. Trial but I found some, yeah, I found the, yeah, I found it was a TV movie. I'm pretty sure that the reason I has because my dad recorded it off of TV because he always did stuff like that with our awesome VCR. And um, I just remember watching it. And my dad was a huge Daredevil fan. And so I was like, dude, there's going to be a Daredevil show. He totally recorded. My dad was a total geek and he's awesome about it. So I got all the when cool Banner stuff when I was young. is held as a witness to a violent crime linked to the Kingpin. The fugitive helped by the fugitive is helped by lawyer Matt Murdock, who is also the superhero Daredevil. Dun- yeah. Oh wait, I don't need to make the mouth sound. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it was because I rem- I saw a steal of this guy <gasps> with these glasses. John Rice Davies was Wilson these- Fisk. Hold on, I need to see this movie. We should we should watch it together. Re- who who's Rex Smith? I'll tell you what, he's first Daredevil. You don't, okay. 
that wasn't a that wasn't a shocking thing. Well, oh my bad. From what I from from what I read is that this um they were trying to make another spin-off show for Incredible Hulk because Incredible Hulk was so successful that they were trying <laughs> Surprise. Shazam. Oh, he was on the ball. I was okay. ready for that one. <laughs> so, Stan Lee yeah. is even uncredited as the jury foreman. Yeah, he's he's one of the jury people in it. Okay. I, that's funny. Anyway, so yeah. There was there's there's a still there's a there's a still of like this guy wearing these like totally eighties like glasses that look like the glasses they give you when you go to the eye doctor so you can't see like any light out of. And there's all these computer screens. Oh, sorry. You, like were, you were the shocking part yet. There was these t- there was these TV monitors like reflecting off of it, and I vividly remember that as a child. So it's either from that show that I watched, or I watched this as well as well as another. But I couldn't find any other Daredevil, so it has to be this one. All right. The so, Daredevil costume looks like the season one costume. Yeah, and it wasn't red. Well, I, it, I'm looking at images I think it is re- See, It looks I, like. It's yeah, it's like black. black. Yeah, it's just black with a hood. We should. We should. I, some, I kind somebody of remember should... it being red, though. Like, but maybe I'm just. I don't know. Maybe it's at the very end. He gets his better costume. Or I don't know. We need to watch uh, it next month's. Next month's random fandom. <laughs> the patron, <laughs> if you want us to watch this, I mean Joe. I don't know. Sure. All yeah. right. All right. Okay. So moving on Get to on our that, last Joe. bit of feedback, uh, <laughs> Ryan Green. He posted, "Dark Phoenix is never dead." Hydra Wizard Jeff, and I just put, I put that is his title. I put that because Ryan is because you know I don't the, care for the Wizard title. No, it's title. it's because he's the biggest X Men fan that I know, and he was he he still has hope for the for the X Men Dark Phoenix movie. You can rent the Trial of the Incredible Hulk for three dollars on Amazon Prime. I'm just saying. All right. If you have any feedback that you want to get to us, you can reach us on Twitter at FandomCast, at Facebook, on uh, in our new group, the Fandomaniacs, or we are or we are the Fandom Podcast on Facebook. You can email us to feedback at fandompodcast.com. You can also send us a <clears throat> sorry, you can also send us a message by going to fandompodcast.com slash contact. All right. Those are our feedback methods. We love hearing from you guys. It is so much fun. I really am going to put a plug in for the Fandomaniacs group because there's a lot of really good content that's showing up over there. Uh, And it's fun. You need to get into there because you will just enjoy yourself. It's not even about like, we don't really promote in there that much. I, I put the episodes in there, but it's more just about like, hey, here are these cool geeky things that people are seeing. And it's not just us that's posting. We're, we're, we're getting this uh, stranger named Lena English and uh, that's English. I told you it's Hanglish. Hanglish. Oh, my bad. My bad. Um, no. So we, we're, we've got other people. We've got uh, Kenny Smith. I'm Now, here's the problem. I started saying names and I'm going to feel bad about leaving anyone else. So I'm going to stop it right there because if I try to name any more, there's going to be like, why didn't you name this person? Lena came to mind because she's Nick's wife and Kenny was the last one to who I interacted with in there. So that's. That's how that worked. <laughs> that was funny. <clears throat> All right. So um, I still want to see what she posted, but apparently I'm blocked from whatever she posted. Are you blocked? It, sh- it says unavailable for me. That's all I know. That's all I know. Okay. That's because you're married. Is that what it is? Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. Amazing.
All right. Okay. So we so that's the way you can give us feedback. If you want to give us f- feedback in person, you can come find us at Wasatch Comic Con on April 27th and 28th. If you want to know more about that, look, listen to the last episode. Roger Prowse was on there. Listen to probably next week sometime we're going to have Charles, his brother and co-founder on there. So listen to those episodes and you're going to get a whole lot more on there. We have some panel schedules. We've got uh, basically noon to three on Friday and three to six on Saturday, we're gonna Jeff and I are going to be on panels. Um, Nick, yeah, uh, Nick, yeah, Nick, you have a baby, and he was trying to be nice. I think. No, no? what happened okay. was, so I'm not gonna be there on really early on Friday. I'm gonna try to get there as early as I can. Just depends on what I gotta do at work. And so I only signed up for stuff that was kind of later, but it seems like all the ones that like I probably would be able to contribute something good to were all at the time that I wasn't gonna be there. And so I only signed up for like two. And they didn't put me in either of them. Because you wouldn't be there. No, the ones that I signed up for, I would have been there for. And I will be there for. Well, so what what I'm hearing is you just need to crash the panel. No. Stay out of my panel. (laughs) No. It was it was it was funny because it was like, okay, let's see. What can I do? Diversity in comics. Yeah, I'm a straight white. I'm moderating that one. No, I'm not going to do that one. Uh, you know, it's like, it's yeah, there's like a lot all of, this, there's a lot of I stuff a, that I was like, as a straight white male who is not a comic book shop owner and just has a podcast. Hmm. Yeah, that's going through yeah. some of them. Were like, hmm, I can't. I'm not going to history do of comics. Yeah, I could probably contribute to that, but there's people that are way more qualified. You know, like I mean, it's just here's yeah. here's the here's the thing about the diversity in comics mm-hmm. one. I, as the moderator in that, I'm trying to think about a bunch of different topics that I can lead the panel to if we need to, and if they don't, if they're not able to just keep things going on their own. And one of the things that I'm thinking about and realizing is it's not, diversity in comics is not just race. Diversity in comics is also LGBTQIA+. It's also religion or lack of religion. It's also... I don't know. It's lots of things. There are lots of things. Bestiality? I mean, no, I'm just kidding. The, the rural Utah <laughs> lifestyle or not? The rural. <laughs> wow. That is deep cut. I don't cut. know how many people are going to under, actually understand that one. Well, Jeff told me he listens, and so he better he better get that one. Um, <laughs> you know, I've talked to uh, Jeff Bell a couple times, and I don't know if he knows that the person who's coming to the nerd store who has also uh, commented on their comic book podcast and also all these other things i don't know if he knows they're the same guy although he did i'll keep it clean for big for this but he did use the joke on me the other day that i have only heard every day of my life in high school <laughs> he was showing me hero clicks and he took me uh, to the back and says yeah. do you guys know jeff duh and i'll let people fill in the from there and i i, I laugh i think it's, it's dumas right I don't. I don't even know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So we'll be at uh, we'll be at Wasatch Comic Con. Um, so also, if you, you know. if you are a podcaster, or if you know a podcaster, or if you want to be a podcaster, Utah Podcast Summit is coming up on June second. If you come to Wasatch Comic Con, I am going to have some free ticket giveaways to give there. Um, I oh, cool. will. We'll probably also give some have some giveaways on the podcast. And, uh, but, but come to that. Uh, if you can't, if you can't be there, if you can't be there at Wasatch Comic-Con, I would definitely buy a ticket because, because the ticket price includes, uh, breakfast and lunch and it includes lots of networking and some cool panels. Try that again. 
because I'm pretty sure you said you want to buy a ticket for Wasatch Con. There's going to be thank you. And stuff. you uh, if you're not going to be at Wasatch Con to get the free tickets, you want to buy a ticket to Podcast Summit because it's going to be a great event with a lot of networking and it will have a lot of cool classes and there are going to be all sorts of good stuff there. Uh, the ticket includes breakfast and lunch. Come, come eat. Come eat and have a, have a good time. So... That's June 2nd, utahpodcastsummit.com. Pop Culture Con is coming up after that on June 9th. And then uh, at the end of this month, and get your submissions into us by April 22nd, we are going to be talking about We Stand on Guard, a comic book by or a comic book series by Brian K. Vaughn, which is about America going to ask their nice neighbors in Canada for some help when there's some water issues, I think. Um, the, the imagery. Okay. Wow, you... You really haven't even started this book, have you? <laughs> I looked at the pictures. Uh, there's some. There's some nice robots. Something about and, that. Yeah. Uh, no. That Brian K. Vaughn is one fine piece of age. Something. So, uh, <clears throat> so this is one that our patron Nick suggested to us. He's excited about it. He posted in the Fandomaniacs. Fandomaniacs about it. Uh, I would definitely do this. I'll have a link in the show notes that you can use an Amazon affiliate link of ours to pick up this trade if you haven't had it. Or you can head into your local comic book retailer, the nerd stores here, my comic book store of choice. All right, guys. Mine too. Yeah, take, take it or leave it. I do want to say one thing, though. Like After I was nixed out of the panels... They did contact me and say, oh, we're sorry, you know, but this is how we felt. It was, uh, and they were very apologetic and they were very nice. And I told them, I'm completely fine. No worries. Did so they I'm really offer you at least hurt. a free ticket to the convention? No. Oh, those jerks. They didn't. Well. Tell you what, Nick, I'll get you a ticket. All right. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> all right, tell guys. You, you know what? Everyone who messages, I'll get, I'll, I will get a ticket to Wasatch. Con. You just have to give me all your information so so he can register. You can, yeah. you you can know, I need yeah, pre-register. But all right. I was just going to do a thousand. I was just going to get a thousand tickets under the Fandomaniac name and see what happens. <laughs> for the ticket to pick up for the Fandomaniacs? You want one of them? Or oh, yes, we have a thousand. <laughs> so, um, I wonder if we could do that. Hmm. Hmm. Not anymore. We can't. <laughs> Charles Especially is taking Jeff notes. Is listening. Like, nope. <laughs> Cancel that order. Okay. So if uh, so, that's Wasatch Con. But if you want to support us, you can head over to patreon.com slash fandom podcast. You get some cool perks. You've got Nick's got some fun art up there. I've got some drawings from my iPad. Uh, but Nick's got some actually good art up there. Um, we also occasionally do audio content. Um, okay, so that's patreon.com slash fandom podcast. And then we have uh, affiliate links for Audible where you can get two free audiobooks or CBS where you can get a week free trial or amazon by looking in the show notes all right guys until next time tell me something my friend have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight is that the new mashup of van morrison's moon dance and charlie daniels band went to uh devil went down to georgia uh no but that sounds awesome may the fandom be with you and the devil went oh, down to georgia he was looking for a soul to steal he was in a bind. He was a fandom maniac. He was in a bind. He was looking to make a deal. When he saw a young man sawing on a fiddle and playing it hot, he said, my name is fandom maniac, and it might be a sin, but I'll take that bet you're going to regret something the best there's ever been. That nothing. You got so much of that song wrong.
I skipped the whole part. I understand parody, (laughs) but like you just went from straight to the devil saw him and he accepted the challenge. Yeah. I'm in. I haven't even talked to you. I don't care. I'm in. I'm Johnny. Uh, That's the way the fandom maniacs are, Jeff. (laughs) They just (sighs) jump right in head first. To the internet. So is this where like some music will start playing and it'll be Searching on the internet. Brandon searching on the internet. He did he find it? I don't know. Where is it? It's on that site. Oh yeah. The URL took me there. So I actually found out that uh All right. Okay, Jeff, do you have anything else to add to this, or should we move on? I got nothing to say about ESPN. All right. Or, yeah. Uh, there was, there was ESPN, a part where I'm like, the Ocho. Like, I, there, you guys probably think I like tuned out or something, or my internet crashed again. No, I'm still here. I'm still here. Don't worry. <laughs> okay, well, then let's move We're on. We're talking to... about that sports ball. I don't, I don't pay attention to sports with all human teams. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> it's true. true. Truer words have never been spoken. Well, Joss Whedon okay. already had his chance, and he failed. Or or the studio failed him, or something. I don't know. Why are we mad? At he had failed. Know? He had failed. He you failed. failed this podcast. All right. Next story. <laughs> on, <laughs> next Arrow, story. on Arrow, on uh, Arrow, Diggle called out Oliver and said, "You failed this city," and it caused a big fight. And it was it was a clever comeback. <laughs> okay. Sorry. It just. It, it, I'm Arrow, really surprised you're still watching that. It's still recording on the DVR, and I figure, why not? Hey, it has moments. Because there's plenty of other things that are well worth your time. Arrow well, more worth your time. Aaron did. I just like found on Netflix they rebooted the cartoon reboot. And I heard it like, failed. Are you kidding me? No, it's there. It's there. Like the, I, I saw Maybe. it, and the only way that I noticed is I stopped my cursor on it for a second. And because it's got live action stuff at the beginning, but then it Weird. cut to like its trailer and it went inside. I'm like, oh, that's Megabyte. That's the, that's the bad guy. And I, I recognized it, and I looked and I looked at it closer, and I'm like, "Lena loved that show." Symbol, yeah, it's on Netflix. Reboot is on Netflix. So Lena talks about that show all the time. She's like, "There's a show that I used to watch all the time. I couldn't remember what it was, and we all looked it up, and it was Reboot." It was so good. I loved that show. So I, I have to get my kids to watch it with me, so I don't feel like such a loser watching the kids. Hey, show I watch Ducktales all the time by myself because Cobra won't watch it with me. <laughs> he doesn't like it. I'm like, "Come on, dude, this is an awesome show," and he's like, "Man," and he's just like, "I'm gonna go play cars." <laughs> like dude come on you gotta like some of the stuff like uh, i don't know all right all right our next news story uh, i don't know how to transition i feel, I had a transition I feel like i feel like ago. i'm failing as a dad that way right <laughs> and and the thing is is like he loves like i'm even trying to get him into star wars and he likes star wars he's got a little stuff on it but he's not obsessed like i am he's gonna be so. super disappointed in solo because he doesn't know who han solo is yeah maybe Hey, that didn't they have a trailer that dropped for that? Of so- Brandon, Brandon, that's your cue. Speaking didn't, of Solo, didn't oh, we have a trailer that dropped spe- for Solo? Spe- speaking of Solo, sorry, I was God, you have, I, you I was looking for job. yeah, and I failed at it. Okay, I was looking you for failed some... this podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, is anybody still watching Arrow? I, I hear it's got some moments. It has like one moment. I hear. I think it's just me and Ryan from Nerd Dome. <laughs> Dude, I literally 
just want to like it'll be like highlights okay so this is like the nerd we're going back to sports ball like i just need highlights of arrow so anything that's good just tell me and then i'll watch them on like youtube or something uh, i'd be okay I, I with would that. say the fights the fights are always solid hmm, interesting. the reason why they're fighting not usually uh, much uh, so. <laughs> not as solid <laughs> all right well like, Let's... The other day he had the villain dead to rights and he didn't even shoot him because like, oh, it's not going to do any good. I'm like, but you'll be dead. Anyway, I guess this is my solo? fault for this. Uh, <laughs> so we, we, we had a new you, solo trailer. We, we had a new solo trailer. I did. You gave me the transition and then I, then I brought up Arrow again. But you know what? I'm putting my foot down and you might even call me an emperor of the podcast. Oh, wait. That's the wrong. That's the, that's, that's the wrong franchise. Oh, I Hold see on. what he was doing. Me. <laughs> I think I just saw something. And is Zoe in this movie from Serenity? Yes. Uh, she is? Okay. No, I don't know. That's I think she's in this movie. No, I don't I don't, I don't think she is. I don't know. I just saw a picture of a still shot. Kind of looks like her, but she has an afro. But the eyes. It's the eyes. I don't know. Maybe she's not in it. Maybe it's somebody else. Yeah, I do I'm, have a his, I do have a history of this. Yeah, <laughs> yes, you do. Yes, you do. So no, I'm pretty sure she's not in that in the solo movie. Okay. I'm looking at so, it closer. It does not look like her. I was looking at it from very far away okay. because I don't go by my computer. Like I don't. I stand up when I record. So sorry. Fair enough. Fair it enough. Looks like her from far away. Welcome to the Fandom Movie League Week 13 update. It is the week of April 8th, and here are the scores. In third place is Brandon with $141 million. In second place is Nick with $154 million. And in first place is me with $645 million. Coming out this week, we have Dwayne Johnson's Smash Em Up Rampage. This is Brandon's third movie and just might get him out of third place because Brandon is only $12 million away from second place. Also, it looks like Paddington 2, the earliest contender, has given all it can because its box office hasn't changed in a week. And as always, if you want to follow along, you can go to fandompodcast.com slash FML18.